Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, we're recording pretty late, but you know, have to have to do it for the fans. So let's uh, <laughs> let's let's get straight in. How, what, how'd you go last week? Uh, I went alright. I, I scored around thirteen hundred, and well, that's that's solid. It was sort of just above par. Like I moved up like two hundred spots. Oh, that's interesting because I scored it. I scored a twelve eighteen and moved down a whole seventeen spots. Yeah, okay. So, like, somewhere around that's... 12.50, 12.40 must have been par, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, you won your head-to-head. Did I you? won my head-to-head. Yeah. I won my head-to-head, and I came eighth. So, I'm in the finals. Yes. Yes. Nice so, work. I Again, I didn't deserve it. So, so my opponent and I, uh, both vice-captain Teddy, but in... In in some kind of showing that, or some kind of move from the 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 you know the big the big footy coach upstairs, so, for, somehow my my opponent did not loop Teddy. I I still can't figure out whether it's because he actually couldn't or whether he just didn't. But he didn't loop Teddy. He his his captain stayed on Nathan Cleary, and I won by about forty points. So. Basically, I still suck, but you know, <laughs> very good. I'm, I'm in the finals, and that's and that's the important thing. And I'm feeling good about my matchup too. Okay, that's good. So the Stephen Crichton <laughs> gods have turned around. Oh my god, yeah. I actually haven't seen Stephen Crichton as an opponent uh, for a while now. I I don't know I don't know what's happened, but he sort of hasn't featured in in the last three or four weeks of opponents' teams. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, obviously, there's a few things. So, we've got four weeks to go. Uh, head-to-head finals start this yep. week. So, let's we should have a good discussion about head-to-head finals and strategy. Yep. Um, one of the things I want to talk about talk about in, in that realm is, is sort of trades and how, well, how many trades have you got left but, and how are you planning on sort of rationing them through the head-to-head finals? Yep. So, we can talk about that. What about the Warriors? What about them? How good are they going? They're going pretty good. They deserve to be in the eight. Imagine if they made the finals. Yeah. It'd be like one of yeah. the greatest story, the sporting stories of our time. Uh, it's, yeah. Someone said, um, usually, like, historically the Warriors have capitulated in sort of back end of the season. And someone was saying, well, maybe it's because they're not traveling this year that they're like, they're kind of getting better and better towards the back end of the season. So that's actually an, an interesting thing, this, this notion of how travel affects a team. In, so a couple of years ago, the year that the, that the Roosters won their first recent premiership, yeah, uh, they had, like by several thousand kilometers, the lowest travel requirements yeah. of any team that year. And this year, yeah, it's the, the Panthers. 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 So, so 
that that might be a, that, that might be something to sort of monitor in future seasons to see look how, you know the amount of travel uh, yeah. amount of travel is this the team I want to get behind um, yeah it's it's an interesting proposition um, for the Warriors and apparently Toddy Payton is firming for the Cowboys job he's Remember got what? it doesn't he I don't know if he's actually got it yet I've heard that he's like you know, they're maybe maybe they're close, but yeah, it's something right. hasn't been announced yet, has it? I I thought I'd read it had, but then who knows? You know. Okay. Um, um, either way, well, like yeah. he's done an amazing job with that team, and he's sort of got it. Seems like he's got his pick of his coaching jobs now. He does. He does. So, I think Cowboys would be would be a really good option for him. Um, he used to play for them, right? Or did I just make that up? I think you made that up. He, was, he played for the Tigers for a while and the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he played anyway. the Cowboys. Anyway, um, okay. the other thing about the Warriors is like like some of the players, um, like none of them are especially super coach relevant, but if Peter Hiku had a better draw, he's in like career best form. He's just tearing up. But he's always been a like above average centre, I would say. From a super coach point of view, he's he's always like had had the tries in him. Um, a f- couple of years ago, when he was playing outside SJ, he had a particularly good year. I remember. Um, yeah, he's had a few good years, but I think he's having he's having a really good sort of oh, six yeah. week spell, and oh, and yeah. he's passing the eye test as well. Like in, in the games, he looks incredible. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, he's been very good. If, yeah, if he had a better sort of last three or four weeks, I'd actually consider getting him in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's just quickly talk about trades before we get into head-to-head stuff. Okay. Um, so the big things for me this week are... Um, so I've got three guys basically out that I would like to do something about. So obviously SJ's still out. Yep. Um, and SJ's draw for the for the rest of the season isn't actually that good anymore. It's atrocious except for the Warriors next week. Yeah, and even the Warriors are playing well, right? And like actually defending pretty well. So I don't even think that's yeah. that good a game. Uh, if it was if it was any other player, I'd agree with you. But I think SJ up against the Warriors, he will he will go very well. Next but week. no no guarantees that he plays next week. That's true. That's true. So for me, yeah, I th- yeah go on. Well, yeah, I, I think he's a sell. Um, yep. if you, if you can swing it, mm-hmm. um. There are a few interesting options uh, for him. AJ Brimson is still absolutely killing it, and they've got a very good draw. Yeah. So you could you could definitely have a look at AJ Brimson if you wanted to if you need to trade out SJ. I think yeah. I think uh, you'll probably say him next, but I think Cherry is is my Cherry. is my pick. I wasn't actually going to say Cherry. I don't. Okay. I, I don't really rate Cherry. I think the Manly are just kind of terrible. Um, yeah, and he's been scoring pretty, pretty well, but like, well, look. So he's been scoring pretty well, um, even though they've been terrible. Um, they they do have some some very juicy games to finish the season, and every game they've got is basically on the easiest end of the scale. Um, yeah, but the mainly just don't seem like they've got much attacking them, unless, and we don't know what's happening with Tommy Turbo. If Tommy Turbo was coming back, I mean, some people would say that the Cherry scores better without Turbo there, but. Yep. Um, I just don't see them putting a lot of points on anyone, and and therefore like Cherry just really just doesn't interest me for that reason. Even with I an think, easy draw, like I think they could lose some of those games. So yeah, so they've got Tigers, Bulldogs, Titans, and then Warriors. I feel like 
uh, I feel like they could get like, I don't know, two to three tries a game out of that. And obviously Terry's going to be um, very involved. And am I right in saying with, with Garrick out that Terry will get the kicking now? Oh, is Garrick out? Yeah, he is, isn't he? Did I did I just did I just make that up? Hang on, let me have a look. I didn't actually spot that in the team lists. If that's the case, then I'm sort of a bit more on board. Yeah, he's out. He's out. Right. Okay. Yeah, you'd think that Cherry's kicking then. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm I'm sort of on board. Okay. Cool. Anyway, was there anyone else that that you thought was worth a look for SJ? Jerome Luai. Ah, oh, come on. Their well, they draw do have, is their so draw. good, yeah. and they're just yeah. playing so well. It's mouthwatering. Yeah, I would consider even at like whatever he's now five forty. I'd consider getting him back in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the other two guys that I have, um, that that I need to replace, uh-huh. or, or think about replacing, are both Isaiah Yo yeah. and and Latrell. Okay. So Latrell's out for the season, so he's got to go. Yeah. Um, Yo apparently will be back next week. They've sort mm-hmm. of already said that. Yeah. Um, but the problem that I mean, I could play Rapana for a week, but I don't really want to play him against the Roosters. So I think I'm going to end up probably keeping SJ because I've got Munster there mm-hmm. and, and getting rid of Yo and Luttrell. Um, okay. So, so options in the backs uh, for those two guys. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone's getting him on Brian Do'o. That is one trade for me this week. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been talking about him for a while. Yep. Uh, great option. And I think I'll be definitely doing that um, mm-hmm. along with along with everyone else. Um, he just he just looks great. And as I said, like, just get in as many Panthers as you possibly can. Yep. They're, they're on a tear. The other one, well, I've already got Brian Kelly. I think he's a great option if you don't have him. Yep. Um. He, he had a good bounce back last week. And again, he didn't score a try and he scored like 80 points. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Well, we talked about Hopper last week. Hopper had an absolute shocker against the Raiders. He did. So he, he was my trading target until sort of last week happened. And then um, you've gone cold. Now I've gone cold a bit and I feel like I also need some juice in my team and I, I feel like Hopper's a bit safe. I need, I need a bit more buzz. So that's why... Um, Brian Toto is uh, is yeah is coming in. Okay, well I'm going to get both of them. I think. Right. Like I like the fact that he that Hopper had a down week and that no one will be considering him and he's like a monster pot. He's about one percent ownership. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get both of them despite his terrible week last week. Um, yep. They've got a pretty good draw coming up. Mm-hmm. As well. So my my centers are actually looking quite potty now. Are they? Okay. So I've got Kelly, Do'o, Hopper, and Mansour. Wow, that's pretty good. I like that. Mm. I like that I'm a lot. I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, are there okay. any other options in the centers that you would consider? Uh, no, not not that I was looking at. Like, it's, it's such a jump from a Panthers back to basically anyone else at the moment that I don't think it's worth considering other options. Um, Josh Carr yeah. is killing it at the moment. He's ki- yeah, yeah. And they've got he a really nice is. draw coming up too. But Adokar has like 
always every year has like those two or three week runs where he scores like 300 points over three weeks and then we'll just give you 30 point runs in it's true he's he's very like hot and cold yeah um you know it's he's just he's just a finisher he doesn't create so if if someone doesn't create for him he, he just doesn't score tries but yeah he's definitely going on a tear that's have, said, have a very that's juicy, said. juicy draw yeah, your uh, your boy Pappenhausen has been turning the taps on for Adokar. Yes, he has. Uh, he's actually learnt to pass Pappenhausen in the last month. I've yeah, right. Yeah, he's so, getting more try assists. So it's yeah, it's funny that um, you know our, our little low max Pappenhausen thing's been going on for about six or seven weeks now, and just in the space of a week, it's just Lomax has been blown out of the water by Pappenhausen. Just, yeah. Just, so, so there's now a ten point gap between them to in Pappenhausen's favor. Yeah. So the Storm have like a sort of tough-ish game this week against the Bunnies. Yep. And I say that sort of. I mean, the Bunnies' defense in the backs hasn't been great season long. It's sort of been a bit, bit better the last couple of weeks. But I actually think Gagai coming back hurts them because he's playing in the centers. I think. Yep. And he's a terrible defender in the centers. Mm-hmm. So I actually don't think that that's that hard a game. And then after that, the three games are, from memory, really easy. So a stat for Pappenhausen for you. Mm-hmm. Against bottom eight teams. So so far this year, would you believe the Storm have only played four bottom eight teams? Wow, okay. Um, and bear in mind, I'm, I'm not clu- including in that the Manly game in round one because... Manly at that time were full strength and had Tommy Turbo there and were playing like a top four team. Right. So if you take that one out, they've only played four bottom eight teams. Yep. Pappenhausen's average against bottom eight teams, against those four bottom eight teams, has been 101. Right. Um, And after this game against Souths, and I just said that he's got sort of, well, that Souths have got questionable defense in the backs. Mm -hmm. Cowboys, Tigers, Dragons. Ah, yeah, okay. So... I mean, I've Still got Ponga and Teddy back there, and yep. and Ponga has a reasonable draw as well. I'm willing to give Ponga another week just to see. I mean, they, the, the Knights in general just looked awful last week. Yep. Um, but I'm willing to give to give them another week to see if they. It was just sort of a really a one week thing, or if they're well and truly off the boil. Mm-hmm. But if Ponga has another bad week, I might do. I might do a cheeky Ponga to Pappenhausen. I think that's week. a strong move. Yeah. Ride your boy home. Write him home. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How many trades have you got left? Six. Right. I've only got four. Okay. And, so, and that's before trading this week. So after this week, I only have two. Okay. So let, let me let me tell you my what my let me actually state what my trades are for this week and and also my thought process there yep. um, with six trades. So if I had less than six trades, I think. At least one of my trades this week would be different. Okay. But I think I've I've got enough. And, and the one that would be different is the fact is that I'm trading Isaiah Yo out this week mm-hmm. with the intention of trading him back in next week. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So. I mean, as an uh, overall player, like yep. everyone's got Isaiah Yo. Yep. And and you know he's, I mean he does have some big scores in him sometimes, but he's he's typically going to punch out like a sixty-five. And yep. so like I'm quite okay not having him for a few rounds. I think there's probably options that might outscore him. Yeah. But as a head-to-head player, I can I can see wanting to bank the kind of 65, 70 points. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. So, so, and, and trading them out allows me to, to basically do the trades that I want to do this week. So I really want to get Brian To'o into my team. So it'll be Isa Yo to Brian To'o. Yep. And then my other trade will be, uh, so my other trade is a bit of a weird one because I'm using the the Dane Laurie factor, oh, um, yeah. but it, it doesn't seem to be because it's just a front rower for a for a back rower. But it's actually Tanoa Brown out for Nathan Brown, the Brown swap. The Browns, Brown Town. Yeah, so I so I think now you've been on Nathan Brown a few weeks and and I, I've been apprehensive, but I, th- I think he's he's proved his medal and. And I, There's nothing I, I like more than when you come around to something that I said like a month before. It just, uh, okay. it just fills me with uh, satisfaction. Warm and fuzzies. Yeah, yeah. The warm and fuzzies. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. So, 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 so Nathan Brown and uh, Brian Toor will be coming to my team now. The, the the what that does for my team is it also brings Talakai down to the back row, but he won't be playing this week. Um, but but that that is also going to allow me to to move Talakai, um, or either trade Talakai to another to Yo next week, although I probably won't have the money for it, or move him back up into the forwards and trade out someone like a Taukeaho or something like that who's been underperforming. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm I was thinking about rage trading Taukeaho this week. You were pretty angry. I'm pretty uh, angry that he just yeah. got his 25 minutes. But there is a chance that, I mean, you can't score points when you're not on the field. There's a chance yeah. that um, that was just like a one-off resting. Yeah, I, I think it may have been. Um, so I'm not that worried about TKO. Uh, we'll see what happens this week in terms of his minutes. He's, yeah. he's in my 17 this week. Obviously, yep. if, if he has another kind of, you know, 40-minute game or something, then he's probably a trade-out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, you, yeah. you got in um, Josh McGuire last week, right? I did. So he played eighty Some minutes. Pass. Yeah, for forty-eight points. I, I know, I know. It was the it was the pussiest performance ever. <laughs> it was so bad. He fell off so many tackles. Yeah, but I mean, the eighty minutes is good. I'm, the eighty minutes is good. the The dual position opens up my team a lot. Yeah, um, I'm hoping I, that was just an aberration. I, I I'm hoping it was too. Yeah. Right, so 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 back to back to head to head strategy. So you've got six trades left. You're making two this week, so that'll give you four over the remaining three weeks of head to head. Yes, that's pretty healthy. That's that exactly. That's quite healthy. So if it was five or four trades or something like that, uh, I may have tried to find a way to keep Isaio because I also have SJ on uh, in my team. Right. Um, but as I said earlier, I, I'm I'm holding SJ. I, I I think if he does come back next week, I will play him. And if he doesn't, then he can be traded to a, uh, a half. That's assuming I'm still alive. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Assuming and do you I'm think? But yeah. So you think you'll, you'll use two trades again next week, and that leaves you what two for the last two weeks? That's correct. So, so I think I will. Uh, assuming, assuming I, I could go all the way and find myself in the in the GF, my aim would be to potentially use two trades next week, try to use one in the semi-final and hold one for the final. I think, you, I think, 
going into the final week without at least one trade just to just just to give you that sort of out in case something happens i think is, is a bit crazy so yeah i'm going to try to i will try to hold one trade so if i had even five or four trades this week as i said yo would probably be in my team still yeah okay yep yep that makes sense so yeah, after this week, I'm only gonna have two left, but I mm-hmm. am reasonably okay with that. Um, yep. The two trades I'm doing this week frees up enough cash for me to do Josh Kerr straight to Cam Smith next week. Yep. Um, assuming that Cam Smith doesn't score like 150. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's obviously a great trade. And then I've got one left. At that point, I've I'll have 20 guys that basically can play. I think. Yep. Assuming that SJ is healthy again. Yep. Um, and then I'll have sort of one one more trade to to mess around with. I, that, I could even blow that next week on the the Ponga to to Pappenhausen trade and just hope for the last two weeks of the season that um you know there's not a spate of injuries, which I think is probably fine. So now the yeah sorry I was going to say so the interesting thing with the trades this year is like you haven't saved any trades, have you? No, I've literally used all of them. Right. Exactly. So. Uh, again, for head-to-head players, you know that your opponent is going to have trades left and you know that he's going to have at least four trades left because that's that's the le- that's the least you can have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so I think you have to you have to include that in your plans. Um, I, I, I would also add that if... I mean, I'm not in the top four, but if I was and there was a chance that I could uh, win this week and then not have to play next week and get a bye that doesn't change my trade strategy. So if, I, if I've if i got my four trades, I'd still be making two this week, um, chasing that, that that elusive buy. Sorry, so what, so what you're saying is if you're in the top four, you'd be basically going all out to try and win this week. Um, so then you yes. can get the buy and then save two trades Correct. next week. Correct. And, yeah, and then you've basically got... And then, and then you're in the same, and then you're in the same position. You've got two trades going into the last two weeks of the season. Mm. Use one in the semi, one in the final. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, um, Angus Crichton on an extended bench. Yeah, what does that mean? That's mean shit. It'll like, be interesting if, to see how that all plays out if he gets named with Sonny well, look, there as well. So, so Sonny Bills come out and said he's going to play lock. Um, right. Okay. But you've still got. You've still got, already got cornerback. Um, you have uh, Tupanua just playing lights out, and then and then also Orbison's on the extended bench as well from memory. Or is, has he dropped off already? Uh, no, he was on an extended bench as well. I think I'm not sure. Right. He dropped off, so but... so I don't know. I don't know how that's going to play out for um, for Angus. Cordner came back with limited minutes. Came back off the bench. Um, I just can't see the avenue by which Angus definitely like gets guaranteed eighty minutes for the rest of the season. Oh, look, I think that's absolutely right. But the flip side of that coin is that he's a gun, and he might because they've got so many lock injuries, and like it's you know Sonny Bill's not going to be playing big minutes first first couple of weeks back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know you wouldn't imagine that necessarily Crichton would play big minutes first week back either but in a week or two when you're coming up to crunch time in the finals yep. Angus could start getting you know maybe he gets 40 or 50 minutes on an edge and then 30 minutes a lock 
in which case he's, you know, almost a must-have um, and would be probably a major pod. Yeah, he's, um, he's, but he's a, he's a definite wait-and-see. Oh, definitely wait-and-see. Like, you wouldn't touch him this week. He may not even play this week. Yep. So you definitely wait and see what the, the role looks like. Well, but yeah. yeah, you want to see what the role looks like. But definitely sort of, you know, if you are thinking about saving a trade or two and bringing in a bit of a pod gun for the last two or three weeks of the season... He could uh-huh. be. He could be one that you should keep an eye on. What about uh, like, who are you captaining this week? Who's your captain, vice captain? Uh, surely it's just straight out Nathan Cleary captain. Like basically, so so my trades this week both have to happen uh, before the first game, uh, and I'm and I'm captaining a player in the first game, so I'm just just uh, it out. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just getting it all over and done with early and just. Riding the horse into the sunset, perhaps. Yeah, sit back, see what happens. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go a different route. Obviously, um, I'm not playing heads head, so... I so you need some priority. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go Brian Dot, vice-captain. Yes, that's a great idea. Uh, and I think I'm going to captain either one of the fullbacks, either Tedesco or Ponga. Yes. Uh, but Tedesco's got a pretty hard game against the Raiders, although they have given up points... Earlier in the season, they were giving up a lot of points to fullbacks. At the moment, yeah. they're kind of they're playing pretty well. The Raiders. So that um, so they they played each other already, right? Yeah, and and Tedesco did score pretty well from memory. Uh, Seventy seven in that game. Uh, okay, so, so maybe not, not great. Fantastic. Um, the other one I'm considering for a bit of a pod captain is Munster. Okay. Yep. Munster did have a game. He's the sort of guy that can kind of score well against good teams. Mm-hmm. He did have a 150-point score against the Bunnies last year. I think, I think pretty much no one will captain him. That That's fair, but from what I saw uh, definitely definitely last weekend, uh, he seemed to be playing a lot tighter, a lot more first receiver, and, um, and passing to Pappenhausen, sweeping on the outside, and just getting nothing for it. Yeah, so that's... I, I don't know if that was just last week's game plan or whatever, but uh, I'd be a bit cautious about Captain Munster myself. Oh, look, it's a bit of a Hail Mary. I'm not going to not gonna lie about that. But, you know, yep. I just think that he might be due for one of those big games. And sometimes yeah, he I... does it against teams that you, you don't necessarily think that he'll score massively against. True, true. So, right. um, I, th- I think, honestly, for me, if it wasn't clear, it would be Ponga. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean... I don't mind Ponga as well. The Sharks' you don't think defense it's, uh, is terrible, but I just yeah, you don't think it's potty enough of a captain choice. It's not that it's not potty enough. I I watched the Newcastle game last week, and it was just they were so pedestrian. Like yeah. they're just not using Ponga well at all. Ponga is doing so. The thing about playing fullback is that you need to you need to to do the Tedesco thing where he kind of stands in the middle and like just waits for someone to make a break and sort of you know, play yep. the support role up the middle. That's all well and good. But you also need to be doing enough that you're, you're on the sweep play as well. Yeah. And and Tedesco can do that because he's just everywhere. He's like the fittest man in the world. But Ponga yep. was just sitting there in the middle of the ruck. And whenever they were doing the sweep play, which is where he really gets his space to do his thing, he was nowhere to be seen. I see. Okay. So, you know, unless that changes, like he's... You know, he's just not getting enough ball and not getting ball in the right position for me to, to do anything. 
And as a yep. result, the whole Newcastle attack looks clunky as all hell. Mm. Um, you know, you've got Kurt Mann out there. And Kurt Mann just loves to go himself and dummy to Ponga, which is very frustrating. Mm. Anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, he could have, he could have a massive bounce back game, sure. Yep. But um, yeah, last week turned me off quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. What do you feel about John Bateman at the moment? I'm very comfortable not having him. Yeah, okay. Um, like, he's going okay, but, you know, he's sort of, he's going to score like 60 or 65 unless he gets an attacking stat. Yep. So, you know, like, I suppose with, with, they've got a pretty good draw. That probably after means this week. Yep. after this week, yeah. So he could be an option for the last three weeks. Yes, uh, currently 622,000. He started at 668, so he's already dropped a bit, and he has a break-even of 111. So I feel like after this week, uh, he may drop below $600,000. And if he does, uh, I'll be looking at him next week, assuming I'm still alive. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Smith is my big one for next week. Cam Smith? Yeah, I think he's a big one when we're home. Although, I mean... There's always the, the risk, particularly for head-to-head players, that in especially in that last game, that he could get rested. Yeah. But yeah, you think over true. the next sort of two or three games that that he'd be all right. Yep. And and they have some, you know, have some good draw, good good matchups, and he can. I mean, he's he's been averaging eighty this season. Yeah. Yeah. Like his. Yeah, so. Yeah, he's, he's actually a pod for me this week against Antipod Damien Cook, which I think is a oh, slight plus against each other. to me. Yeah, I think that's, Ooh, that's an interesting matchup. What is, yeah, what is your uh, what is your rank at the moment? It's like just on 3,000. What, what do you think, what would you be happy with this year? Four weeks to go. Uh... I think if I have an absolute blinder coming home, and I do have now, I do have lots of pods in my team, so I guess it's possible. And I feel like a lot of those guys have pretty good draws. Yep. Um, and I like the way my team looks at the moment. So mm-hmm. I think I think top thousand is still possible. Okay. Uh, but I'd have to do pretty well for that to happen. I have to have. I basically have to have like four good weeks in a row, really. Yep. Um, and yep. I'd be pretty happy with top thousand. Anything, pretty much anything less than top thousand I'd be pretty disappointed with to be honest. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, best of luck for it. And uh yeah, I, I hope I hope to to be still alive next week and talk you through what happened in the first week of finals for me. And if not, uh we can have a bit of a requiem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta keep the dream alive so we've got something to talk about. Uh, well, look, I'm I'm doing everything I can here. But actually, I'm doing everything I can here to like stuff up my team because I, I've been a horrible coach all 2020. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, thanks very much. See you later. And yeah. All right. Good luck. Yeah. See ya.